0: All right, and so as we think of who this is, Peter, uh, one of the apostles who is writing this letter, uh, we get the opportunity to kind of go a little bit deeper into uh, what he's doing here in sending this letter. And so as we know this is Peter the apostle, we have to remember uh, he is writing this letter to Believers, uh, Not a specific set of believers uh, anywhere, but to uh, a group of believers. It may be Gentiles. It may be Christian Jews. We don't know this uh, at, from this letter. And so he is writing specifically to Christians. And at this stage in Peter's life, he is facing death. And so this is kind of his last will and testament to be able to share with the believers who are around him. And so uh, these are very uh, crucial things that he goes into here. And so as we dive in, it says his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. And so as we think about this divine power, it is his divine power that has granted us anything. All of this is from God. It is not of us, lest any of us should be able to boast. And so as we see this from the onset and remembering that, Peter, an apostle who we see as a mighty man of God, was nothing but a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. Was nothing but equal standing with each and every one of us who are believers in Jesus Christ. And so we know this is not a power that comes from man. This is not a power that comes from Peter. But this is a divine power that has been granted to us who believe in the name of Jesus Christ, who have called on his name, who have turned away from our sins and repented and believe in his death, burial, and resurrection. So this is who this has been granted to, okay? And so as we go a little bit further, it says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life. And so when we think about this being granted to us, all things that pertain to life, like when I think about my life and I hear that immediately, I kind of think about today. Like, okay, yeah, he gave me sleep last night. He's given me oxygen to breathe right now. He's fed me three meals today. I've thanked him for it. But he's saying all things, that pertain to life. And so not only this day is he going to provide all things even though he is going to give me daily bread but he's talking about before the foundations of the world when he knew me whenever he was knitting me together in my mother's womb when he was counting every head on my hair, on my head even though there's less now um When I was 10, when I was 20, when I was 30, when I was 40, when I am 80. He will grant me, He will grant us all things that pertain to life. That seems like a lot, doesn't it? But guess what? I haven't even gotten into eternity. He will grant us all things that pertain to life, not only here on this earth But forevermore, when we are with him and we will see him in his full glory. So all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so that godliness is he is giving us his spirit to allow us to be able to reflect him. And so the gift of the Holy Spirit is what gives us that godliness and we're able to reflect that to the world, right? Because before I was a believer, I could not be kind to Bobby without desiring something back in return. Because we can't. We don't know love. I can't love someone. I can't treat them the way that they're supposed to be treated. I can't be kind and patient. I can't be godly without the gift of His Spirit. Which takes us back to His divine power has granted to us. So He's given me this life. He's given me godliness through His Spirit. Let's continue on. Godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. And so this, these gifts that we're talking about, this divine power, everything that pertains to life and godliness, this, this godliness that we have is all given through the knowledge of him, through Jesus Christ, through belief in his death, burial, and resurrection from the grave. That is how I receive this, is from that knowledge who called us, so God sought me out and called me to himself, To his own glory and excellence. Who called us to his own glory and excellence. By which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises. And so he He is taking this and this calling to us. Calling us to himself. That means he pursued us and had us. To come to Him. And that is a gift in itself. And so, as we look at His own glory and excellence, and so as we think why God would call me to Himself, I bring absolutely no benefit to God. But in my weakness, He receives honor and glory. In his excellence, he receives honor and glory through calling broken things to himself. And a perfect God lives out their lives through them. And they, and he gets honor and glory. Because we as his people, when people say, hey, man, you're really a good guy. I say, no, I'm not. It's because of Jesus that I'm being nice to you. It's because of Jesus setting me free that I can do that. So it's our responsibility to point to him so that he receives honor and glory so that I'm not the one being puffed up. What a beautiful gift that we are getting here In Christ Jesus. And all of this has been given to us. None of this has been by me. So therefore we continue to move on. And it says his precious and very great promises. And so let's think of these these precious things. These very great promises. So, we know there is nothing good in us without Jesus Christ. That he is the only one that deposits in us this good work that he wants to do in us. Okay, so I bring to the table impatience. So, God, and when I see him in his glory that he has granted to us, I say, oh, good. I see patience there. I desire this patience. And so I say, hey, I want that instead of what I have. So we see that repentance and it's, and it's this precious and very great promise. Think about that. That's what he wants to give us. He wants to give us peace That passes all understanding. He wants to give us patience through any trial that we may go to. He wants us to have long-suffering. He wants us to have all these different qualities that God is trying to give us that He possesses. And these are precious to us. These are precious gifts to us as the body of Christ. We don't obtain these things on our own. We see how wretched we are. But we see a Savior because He has revealed Himself to us. And we say, hey, I want to reflect that. How did Christ able to love His enemies like that? How was He able not to be passive aggressive with them? How was He able not to talk down to them and treat them like dirt? was he able to do that Lord refine me because that's who I am I treat people like dirt I'm impatient with them I talk down to them but by the gift of his spirit asking these things according to his will he takes what I have and replaces it with himself what a beautiful God we serve And then these very great promises, right? Whether it be for the people of Israel, granting them land. Whether it be Jesus telling the disciples, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will be with you as well. Think about these great promises. I will never leave you nor forsake you. If you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. These are very great promises. What a beautiful gift from Jesus our Lord. And then he says, so that, so that through them... You may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desires. He says, hey, I'm bringing all of this to the table. I am refining you so that by them you may become partakers Of his divine nature and escape from the corruptions that are in this world. Think about that. God, our savior, the creator of the universe is saying, hey, Bobby, I want you to come and be a part of what I'm doing here on this earth. Kyle, I want you to come and be a part of what I'm doing on this earth. Justin, I want you to come and be a part of what I'm doing on this earth. Can you imagine him allowing us when we absolutely bring nothing to the table? Right? Like we as humans, like, hey, I'm going to invite you to do something with me if I want you to drive. Right? Think about like the way that we think about this. You don't bring anything to the table. And God Almighty is saying, hey, come be a partaker in this. Because I can take the weak things of this world to shame the wise. I can take the broken and mend them together. Come be a partaker. And not only be a partaker in his divine nature and have these qualities that he desires for us to have and live out in this world, but to escape from the corruption that is in this world. Think about that. Escape. Like when you think about somebody needing to escape, I think of someone being kidnapped. Do we ever look at people when they are kidnapped and say, "Why'd you let that happen? What's wrong with you?" But how often do we look at sinners around us who were trapped in sin and say, what is wrong with them?" But no, they are captured. Second Timothy uh, chapter two verse twenty. Five and 26 talk about being captured by the evil one to do his will so these people that are not believers in Jesus Christ they are trapped and guys we have the cure we have the glorious gospel that we can share with them And He can set them free just like He does you. Think of this glorious gift. So not only do we need to revel in Him allowing us to escape. Because He has called us to Himself. But what if we were moved with compassion for the world. And desired to see them escape. From the corruption that is in the world. I think we would be more willing to share the gospel, don't you? So let's hearken this as we leave this place. Let's think of all these glorious gifts that God has given us in Christ Jesus. And let's go and be willing to share this with the world. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your time that you give us, Lord. Lord, you are good and gracious. Slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And I am so grateful that you have called us to yourself. Lord, but I pray that if there is not one who knows you here tonight, Lord, I pray that you would do a mighty work and that you would grant him repentance that would lead to faith in you. In Jesus' name I pray.